Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show with our host, Tom Dupree, sitting in Missy Clifton, and we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. So this is a group called the Floozies, F-L-O-O-Z-I-E-S, and uh, the information on them says that they are a two-brother group. Uh, the Hill Brothers, Matt and Mark Hill, are the sonic visionaries but behind electronic funk powerhouse, the Floozies. Certified heavyweights in the world of jam and future groove, the Kansas City-based tandem champion authentic funk in the digital age. Um... So you know, inquiring minds want to know how Tom Dupree found this song. Oh, well, you know, I was listening to, to I mean, I, I'm always, if you don't have this app on your phone called Shazam. <laughs> I knew it. You know, you, you're, you're not really going to know much about what you're listening to. And a lot of people just assume not. But... I always want to know who's behind the music because there's so much of it out there. This is kind of goes into the category a little bit of what you would call house music. House as in home, as in house. And my son, my younger son, uh, got me kind of interested in this notion of house music. But it's what they play places and uh anyway it just is interesting to me what two guys basically with a computer can do i mean the looping drum stuff it's all synthetic but you can put together some pretty interesting sounds with it and um i'm all about the sound as you well know and so let me pull up We're going to have the sound of a psalm being read. If I can just get to it, and I will quickly, very quickly, as a matter of fact. Uh, This is Psalm 62, English Standard Version. Psalm 62, for God alone, my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. 
He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. How long will all of you attack a man to batter him like a leaning wall, a tottering fence? They only plan to thrust him down from his high position. They take pleasure in falsehood. They bless with their mouths, but inwardly they curse. For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence for my hope is from him. This is Psalm 62, the first five verses. Now, it's interesting, the part about uh, how long will all of you attack a man to batter him like a leaning wall, a tottering fence. They only plan to thrust him down, and then this part, they take pleasure in falsehood. They bless with their mouths, but inwardly they curse. Sometimes they actually outwardly curse also. We live in a day and time of falsehood. Um, Quite often, and this has been my experience, the side that is claiming misinformation, disinformation, sometimes is the side that's actually promoting it. It's fascinating i've always you know assumed that the truth will ultimately come out in any situation finally the truth comes out and i think we're entering into a season of truth coming out about a variety of things and and situations that have been foisted upon us and now we're beginning to see what the actual truth was and in so many cases the truth was either suppressed or outright uh, denied uh, and those who told the truth were uh, tagged as being liars uh, spreaders of disinformation misinformation the whole the whole nine yards but I think, you know, it's beginning to change. And uh, I've certainly begun to observe it, and I think Missy Clifton has also begun to observe it, and she's got some ideas for us also. Is that without further ado? Is, is that an intro for me? Yeah, you are you're, on, you're, Melissa. You're ready, aren't you? I mean. <laughs> she's loaded. Well, you know, it, I think you, what you just said cannot be understated um, and and highlighted. And I think, you know, again, we have said this so many times on this show. If you are waiting for the news to be wrapped up in a perfect little box with a bow and delivered to you nightly on cue in little sound bites for you to understand, you you are missing, you're missing everything and you're being fed well, you're just you're, you're just choosing me. you're just choosing to really not look at the the details because you know and you don't really want to know. That that's I think that's the way it is with a lot of people. They just don't want to know. They really would rather not be told. 
I guess. I mean, even going back, and, and we'll, we'll get to some specifics here in a minute, but even going back to, you know, people understood what the Twitter files were, which is when, you know, Elon Musk took over, uh, you know, the whole Twitter, you know, empire and exposed the things that were going on inside of Twitter, that it revealed that there were weekly meetings with Twitter and our own FBI and that they were paid $3.4 million to suppress stories on, for instance, Hunter Biden, just just to use one, you know, one one little specific thing, and that that those in polling figures figures even back then showed or now showed that fifty three percent of Americans would have changed their minds about who they voted for if that information had not been suppressed by, for instance, like Twitter. You know, it's funny. Even just recently, and, and I don't know if anybody is or if you've been paying attention. Uh, of course, Elon Musk is going nuclear ham on media matters which is a you know a very uh left-wing uh push um you know they they're they're going to have their hands full with with elon musk leak with his lawsuit that he's he's put out but it was interesting uh some of the the little side things that have happened which are as everybody knows all of a sudden in san francisco you know here comes the chinese establishment and the homeless population in san francisco was just like overnight cleaned up right and this really funny TikTok guy, which I think is hilarious, and it's, you know, it's of course, one of those things that has gone viral. This TikTok user asked a question that the established media has had now two weeks, and they've been unable to answer, or maybe, as the guy suggests, too scared to you know, answer. Where did all the San Francisco's cleaned up homeless people go? Where did they go? Right. But where weren't we going to get to something else here? I mean, in terms all of right. well, 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 this, this, but this it's all in the same. <laughs> it, you, know, you, you said you you started this thing out. And you said that people are starting to figure things out, and right. one of the things, um, and even last week, uh, you were a little, you know, you were a little down on the Republican, uh, you know, just the issues and things. Still am. We were specifically Still talking. am. Okay. All right. Okay, but you know, hey, so so I, I actually wanted to talk about some of the things the Republican Party is doing right because I do see I do see some real positive things that are happening. And I'm we all ears. With, I'm all ears. All right, <laughs> you you sent me you sent me the little thing on the J six. You know, you have to talk yeah, about. No, you know, you're right. Mike Johnson, Mike Johnson hit a home run by by fulfilling the you know the the, the promise that Kevin McCarthy said. You know, he was going to release that the, all the J6 videos and vindicate some of the things that were going on and show what a complete, complete smokescreen that entire thing was. And, and you, you got to give him credit. You know, he, he, he has released it. Now, it's going to be – it's what uh, – you know, it's over 40,000 – I mean, it's, it's 40,000 hours of video. I don't know if anybody has time. I've – Hey, listen, I've I've crunched on a lot of uh, Netflix things, watch you know, cram those in, but I don't think anybody can binge watch forty thousand hours of video. No, but they will be released in large batches. Um, but of course, it all has to be reviewed first. I'm sure because of you know they don't want to show sensitive clips, you know, of you know whatever capital security features, I suppose, or whatever. Um, I've also seen that they are considering. Uh, blurring the faces out of identifiable individuals. You have to go back and, and, and you know, so, so they say, hey, we're going to release these videos. And of course, you know, the reactions have been varied, right? Um, immediately, uh, Representative Clay Higgins, uh, who's, you know, up in the House, says that it's going to destroy the careers of a number of key de- Democrats. 
is what he says. He says in his in his little tweet, he says no less than five to ten key Democrats will announce they're retiring from Congress. Do not doubt me. Well, we'll you know we'll see, Clay. We'll see. Well, we've already begun to but, see uh, several that are that are doing that, and now you've got Kevin McCarthy, who may as well be a, a Democrat. He's already saying. I'm thinking about stepping down. You know, they're what they're saying is, well, Washington is dysfunctional. You can't get anything done. No, what they're saying is we're starting to lose. It's all right. beginning That's to right. come out. And and you know, oh, there's there's plenty of reason for them to stay in Washington if they were on the winning right. side. But they're they're you bet. slowly it's it's coming out. Well, I think it's it, so. So one of the one of the commentaries that I read was talking about that they were considering that it's been suggested that they may blur some of the faces, but you know then then you know the comments are if they blur the faces, it all it will do is just ignite an entire industry of people who will try to you know make a game out of discovering who these people are, right? Right. You know, like from from other identifying marks or you know whatever the they're not they're is. not going to so, blur favorite. blur Baphomet's Baphomet's face. Uh, I hear Baphomet is running for uh, office. Actually, the guy that okay, you remember the guy that had the the horns on and <laughs> all, oh yeah right right yeah Baphomet the, the I think shaman yeah the, shaman, the shaman or whatever yeah, of, yeah yeah the shaman whatever yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, you, all you have to do is show his torso with the the painted on. But yes, I, I, you know he's probably one of the most visual, right? Remind you know, uh, you know when people think about the J J six uprising, they they think of him. Um, but you know, and I think it's it is important for you know first of all for people to remember that the Republicans barely won the House. I mean, they only have a plus four majority, right? You know, so you know that you know it's it's a uh, it's a very it's a very slippery slope. And I think that, you know, to think that every Republican is going to vote the same way every time is, you know, as I said, it's, it's you know, a little bit of an iffy thing. And um, the fact is, is the Democrats still control the Senate, right? So there's a lot of things that, um, you know, if you're, if you are, if you don't think that the releasing of the J6 video is, is really important and really good, I, I just don't think you're giving enough credit because, um, you know, there is there has been so many things that have happened. So to add on to that, they ended with that J6 video and what comes out from it. They've ended the absolutely terrible and ineffective. And I don't even know if there's a word, there's a bad enough word for the January 6th committee. Well, it, it was, a, it was, such it was a, a fraud and, and the, it was obviously designed for one thing to suppress and and try to make sure that Donald Trump would never again run for president because they you know i happen to believe they stole the election to begin with and then when average people rose up against it they said we're going to turn this into a quote insurrection we're going to, the government is going to be in on it. We're going to make them look as if they were trying to overthrow the, the capital. And then from now on, we're going to say that was the greatest threat to democracy that's ever occurred. Where, in fact, we're not even a democracy. We're a republic. So many of the people in Congress itself don't even really understand the form of government we have, including the vice president. The point is, it was all gamed to not only discredit Donald Trump, 
make sure he'd never run again and discredit and punish the people that they considered to be uh, supporters who were at the Capitol that day, four of which we know that have uh, committed suicide at this point because of persecution by the uh, Justice Department. This is just the beginning of, you know, what will become, in my opinion, similar to the Nuremberg trials where the, the, the people uh, hunted down the Nazis over decades and finally brought as many of them as could be done to justice. We're going to have our own version of the Nuremberg trials, in my opinion, at some point because the truth finally has to come out. I mean, when, when you were in the middle of Nazi Germany in World War II, it appeared that they were winning, their side was winning, and the world was going to be plunged into darkness. This is the same kind of moment we're in now. You, There's got to be a pushback against the darkness that's overtaken our government, all of our institutions. The Now they're all basically in on trying to destroy Israel, but that's another thing. But they had to put down this notion of Donald Trump and transparency in the government making the uh, deep state become transparent. That had to be gotten rid of at all costs. The idea was it's worth overriding our government and its protections in order to protect us from somebody like Donald Trump. And the, the problem is when you enter into a, a series of lies like that, finally they become exposed and that's what's happening now. Absolutely. And as, and as I was saying, the smear campaign on those people, you know, so many of them that went peacefully to the Capitol and just in their own personal protest wanted to, you know, be a part of what they felt, you know, uh, personally, it was a, was a critical moment and they wanted to, you know, as I said, uh, you know, walk upon, you know, they were invited in by the security guards, you know, the whole thing. And I think that's, that's what you're going to see that this, these videos are going to show time and time after again. Well, yeah, go ahead. Um, I, 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 I want to keep going, but Elizabeth, how much time have we got left? Uh, about two minutes. Yeah, she's not. All right, good. Okay. All right. You can't so, see, can so you? It, you can't see. I can't yeah, we're see. in different I places. See, I know. I know. Um, okay, so the the second, the, to con- continue what I was saying about the Republicans, one of the things, you know, you've had Andy Barr here, and I remember uh, specifically sitting in on a radio show where he was describing the congressional investigatory 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 committee that he set on. Do you remember him talking about yes. that, Tom? Yes. And, and, which particular, which one was it? Do you remember? Uh, the China, I think it was that China um, investigation committee. I'm not sure the name of it. Okay. Well, that, that's what I wanted to talk about is that they have created, even though we sit there and say, I think you and I both looked at each other and thought, great, another committee, another <laughs> committee of stall, chat, you know, of do nothing and just talking about it. But I think what's interesting is, is that there really have been some exceptional investigatory committees that are, they are now, they're going in hard and deep having really difficult conversations. And the, the most important thing is they are creating a permanent congressional 
record on these issues that have been actually would have just been ignored and, well, and were, I think we're encouraged not to be talked about. Well, you look at James Comer. I mean, he's got Hunter Biden and Joe exactly. Biden dead to rights. They pass these things up to the Justice Department. The Justice Department decides to take no action. But the, th- the point is, we see it. We see the game. We see how corrupt these agencies are and how they'll do anything to cover for Biden. It's interesting. All my little buddies that are liberals on Facebook, you see them. They never comment. Nobody ever says anything. I did see one negative about Donald Trump the other day. I don't think this guy had gotten the memo that, hey, wait a minute, you, your side's not looking so good right now. There's uh, people out there that... We got to go. Yeah. We got to go to a break. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. Missy Clifton on the phone. If you'd like to hear more of the Tom Dupree Show, go to our website, dupreefinancial.com, and click on the radio tab. We will be back in just a few minutes with more of the Tom Dupree Show. Stay tuned. show we've got missy clifton on the phone our host tom dupree and we are powered by dupree financial group this music is just killing me tom it's so out of your wheelhouse well this is this is a group called los stellarians and they're from a place in california called ojai o j 
A-I, which is sort of north of Santa Barbara, which is north of Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I just heard something by them the other day, and I thought they sounded interesting because um, it's, you know, it's lowrider music, Hispanic lowrider music that is more funk than Chicano. It's it's so like it's not like Los Lobos, which they're from East LA, and uh, that's got a different sound to it. I don't know. This is more like. Gloria Estefan but it's not she's from Miami but I don't know it's I thought it sounded interesting why is this Caught not in ear. my why is this not in my wheelhouse it's I, just I don't the, get the electronic that. stuff is not usually where you it tend just depends to on what I've been listening to yeah well or what what uh, restaurant you've been in what yeah, part of the country like, you're in yeah anyway th- this is um I just keep listening to different types of music. You got a problem with that, or am I supposed to be a certain vein all the time? Would it matter? Y'all need to talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> no, it's not. It's believe there's no, there's no, there's no problem. Carry on, Tom. unless you make it into one. Yeah, carry on. Get back to J six. Right, so what? Go ahead. I mean, can I, can I jump? Yeah, I want to jump back. I want you. Linda, you Linda, ended, Linda. Uh, the first half. Linda, Linda, Linda. <laughs> you, <laughs> Lord. Um, I told you, I love alliteration. All right, uh, you you ended it with, uh, hey, there's Nelly. <laughs> you ended. Our cover is blown. Didn't even try to get in. <laughs> <laughs> Our cover is blown. Go ahead, go ahead. Line. Yeah, we're not yeah. in the All office. Right. So it's you, obvious. You ended, you ended the first half uh, mentioning James Comer, our you know very own Republican guy, and um, with him from I Kentucky. To, a from applause. Kentucky. I want, I want to give him a little applause. He and his oversight committee, because you know they have been diligently releasing critical evidence, um, trying to make a, a completely airtight case to show the public what has been happening for decades with Biden's family and the bribery. So wonder, I, wonder I'm, if, I'm uh, wonder if our friend Linda, Linda, Linda would ever want to run a, 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 an article about that. I mean, you know, you talk about somebody that's actually doing something in Kentucky how would that right. not be noteworthy or newsworthy for the, for the Lexington Carol leader. I don't get it. Cause, yeah. cause I mean, you, yeah, we, we, anyway, you, you look at what he's been, what they have been, what they've been, you know, the, the type of edi- you know, evidence that they have been collecting. Um, and as I said, airtight, I think it's fascinating and it's not just in the last year, not in the last two years and the last decade. And I think that that is your, to your point, very, very important. Um, and then of course, you know, that, that kind of leads into the next thing, which, uh, which I think is, is, uh, curious, but you know, you hear, you know, the Marjorie Taylor Greens about impeachment, 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 and you know, quite frankly, I think everybody's got to remember that you know, Mr. Biden only has a year left. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, well, the, I, I think the Republicans. Do I not, think that's posturing. The, Listen, uh, 
here's, here's something that you have to understand. Whenever a politician does something, it's usually for reasons other than what it appears. I think that sure. most politicians, you know, are doing something in order to, and, and this is not to say all, but they're doing something in order to leave kind of a paper trail. In other words, say, I, was, I, w- I, I proposed this, my name was on that bill, you know, because when, right. when it comes time to uh, sort of compile their resume of what all they've done and this and that, it's all about the paper trail. You know, in our business, sure. in, in, in our business it's about results. You know, we either make money for somebody in the investment business or we don't. We either have a happy customer or we have a not happy customer client, if you will. And that's kind of it. In politics, where there really aren't any ramifications except when you run for reelection, um, because they don't really do very much, they have to say they're doing things. And so, therefore, it's about the paper trail. In this case of Marjorie Taylor Greene, I mean, she's all over the map. Who knows? I, I, you know, I basically, I would say she's on the right side, but the, the message gets confused. Whereas with James Comer, I would certainly hope that this is about trying to get results rather than saying we did all this stuff now our job is done. And, you know, I'm always going to be wary that they'll do it all and feel like it's job well done, and now it's up to the Justice Department, and we're not going to push too hard for any convictions because that's not in our wheelhouse. That's my concern on all of this stuff is that the, that the actual process itself will be the thing that will defeat anything changing yeah i want results I, I, if i'm if i'm hearing you, I, I want results exactly. i don't want air I, I don't want I, I want results and so well you know, air I'm, is I'm, I'm one point. thing and getting results is something totally different i mean i i remember asking paul ryan uh something substantive uh, when andy Barr had him here for some meeting and he's talking about all this stuff that we're doing and da 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 then I said, but, but, you know, how do you actually get that done? And he, he kind of looked at me like a deer. And this is the guy who was the speaker of the house. He looked at me like a deer in the headlights and essentially said, that's not my department. And, 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 and this is what you're going to get a lot of in, in, uh, you know, in politics is, is the, the people are going to do this, 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 and this, and they're going to say, well, I can't do anything more. And that's what concerns me. Well, if, you know, if you, if you take into to a court that the Republicans, you know, do not control the Senate, which would have to vote to convict, you know, I mean, if, if you know, this whole impeachment thing, you know, if that was really a reality, then I think the suggestion is by a lot of the the authors that I read is why don't you keep that as a plan B just in case Biden somehow finds himself back in the White House again? Well, peach, impeachment has no teeth in it. They impeached Bill Clinton, got it passed. He didn't he didn't leave office. True. I mean, you know, these, these the Democrats are never going to give up their hold on power. And they understand that there's nothing 
really what they do, this idea of honor, forget it. We're about power, not honor. Richard Nixon, when faced with the facts that his uh, people listened in, which goes on regularly now by our government, and nobody thinks a thing at all about it, including against uh, political enemies. Back then, it was considered a horrible thing to do. He, it was revealed. They tried to cover it up. That was worse than the actual uh, uh, transgression. And then when it became obvious they weren't going to be able to cover it up, he resigned. Because he said, I have a sense of honor. Now, whether he did or didn't, I don't know. He's a politician. But at least back then, there was this idea that if, you know, if it was a dishonor, if you brought a great dishonor on the office, you walked away from it. By the time we got to Bill Clinton, no, it's not about honor anymore. It's about power. And you'd never let go of your hold on power if you don't have to. And that's what they did, you know, when, when, when they were able to make the election results go the way it was, because what they understand, the most important thing in Washington, D.C. is not honor, it's power. And so power will have to be wrested from their hands. And if you don't use everything available to you, all you're going to do is make empty uh, gestures at you know, doing something of, of substance, but it's not going to go anywhere. All right. So on that, right on, that's a, that's a perfect segue um, and talk about uh, do something action oriented. Um, going to uh, flipping over to our kind of like uh, Mike Johnson in Louisiana. Let's go over to our, there's a Republican congressman from California. His name is Kevin Kiley. You know what Kevin Kiley, uh, he, this was another one of uh, the don't know, don't know about it, him. Tell me about him. Okay. This, this, and this is interesting. And it's like, ever read about this? Now, I, I have started seeing it in the news recently, um, but it certainly was not any, there was, there was no big ticker about it when it happened. So back in December of 2020, okay, a, um, an officer, code inspector, uh, out in uh, in California, she sees this garden hose sticking out of a hole drilled in the side of a warehouse located actually at 850 I Street, right in the heart of Reedley, California. Now, I'm going to read you directly from the con- the congressional uh, uh, transcript that was presented to them and with Kevin Kiley. So Reedley is in a rural town of like 26,000 residents. Then the hose was a clear violation of Reedley's building code and a building known to be vacant for over a decade. You know what was going on in that building, Tom? No. A bio lab. Oh, really? A bio lab with, and this is the most bizarre, it, I mean, it's like it reads like out of the strangest fiction that you could possibly imagine. So here, here we are. She walks around to the front of the warehouse. She knocks on the door, apparently. She shows her badge. She asks to enter the site. She, she's let in, and what she finds is this vast warehouse filled with laboratory equipment, manufacturing devices, what appear to be metal, med, uh, medical-grade freezers. She sees people – there are multiple people in there with their lab coats on and you know, white with glasses, masks, latex gloves, all who identify themselves as part of the you know, People's Republic of China. Really? <laughs> she looks into the, she's like checking out inside the, free, taking pictures, by the way, with her phone. 
taking pictures of, you know, like the, the, these vials and, you know, that were labeled, as she said, in a foreign language, which was later identified as Mandarin. Some of them did have labels in English, um, which she saw and she, the HIV, what they found out that there were at least 20 potentially infectious agents, including HIV, tuberculosis, the deadliest form of malaria, among others, were in this lab. Now, did you hear what I said? That it was known to be vacant for 10 years. Uh-huh. And it, we're just talking about Officer Jeslyn Harper, who just happens to notice a garden hose coming out of the side of it. Okay, she where are we going? About, where are we said, going with this? Where are we going with this? So that's not news. That's not news. Is that not news? That's not news. She tries to. She so immediately she lets her superiors know. She tries to let the CDC know. She is trying to let everybody know what what is going on in the middle of their town in Reedley, California, and the CDC refuses to investigate. And that's where I'm telling you, enter Kevin Kiley. Kevin Kiley got behind it and started pushing to get them, get the CDC to spearhead an investigation, this bizarre secret Chinese biolab in the middle of California. And I mean, what, and, you remember and, back and, when the, the white balloons were going over our, you know, and we were all talking about the white balloons and the Chinese, you know, do you remember that whole thing? Yep. When was that? Was that was that two years ago? Was it a Something year ago? Something like that. And, and the Biden administration acted like it wasn't even a big deal. Act like it was no big deal. And so not only um, so not only did this you know code inspector find this you know this abandoned warehouse being improperly you know being used as this this they found they found that the guy that was running it is a is a Chinese an international Chinese fugitive that is like wanted in I forgot how many countries. Okay, and the three people that are running it have now like they're gone. They've gone underground. Is the thing still operating? I, I'm, no, I'm sure they've shut it down now. But what I'm trying to tell you is the CDC refused. Th- th- their response was um, that you know by all that that they would they would contact local officials. Um, it, it talks about they refused to take the phone calls from the city and county officials about about it being there. That they they probably they knew it was there. Through. You would think that, that, that they probably knew it was there. That's where that's where I'm going with this. So so in other words, the, the CDC's just entire disinterest in this, you know, what was described as this. Where where are you getting this information? Biolab. Where where are you getting this information? You can look it up. Wait, Google it. Google biolab in. <laughs> biolab in California. You'll, okay. you'll get, and, and this is this is what I think is kind of fascinating is, where, and, and you can also go under Kevin Kiley's. Uh, I mean, he, he is he's been extremely um, loud and proud on um, you know on X now twi- you know old Twitter, um, as he said, following the discovery of a secret illegal Chinese biolab in California, I requested an investigation by the House yesterday. The Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party released its highly disturbing report. That was November 16th. Arrest was made October 19th. Uh, Gia Ben Zhu, a.k.a. Jesse Zhu, yes, and, and yes. a.k.a. a bunch of other things, a citizen of China who formerly resided in Clovis, Clovis, California, maybe New Mexico, I don't know, 
uh, was arrested today on a criminal complaint for manufacturing, distributing misbranded medical devices. It may have been something. Well, that, and that also that also included no. See, that also included the fact that they were using the CDC was using um, that they were accepting the cover story of this quote unquote bio lab that they were there to create COVID nineteen test kits. That's right. And indeed, they, indeed they found like uh, you know it, it said that in fact they, the lab received like hundreds of thousands, if not millions, in grants from the state of California to create COVID test kits. But what they found was they were buying cheap counterfeit COVID tests from China and repackaged them in another part of the warehouse so that weren't really creating anything. They just were. Okay, so so that's a Republican that's doing something that you like. All right, good. Exactly, exactly. Good for Kevin Kelly. It it is. that's a little bit down a that's down a rabbit hole a little bit, but I I see what you're saying. How is that down? Okay, I know, but the, the point is okay. That's California. The point that you're making, and this is the point that I'm making, is we're starting to get somewhere, but it's going to require tremendous pressure to get the whole apparatus of government to reform because it is so entirely corrupt that it can't reform itself. People have to take the power away from it. Well, and, you know, uh, you know, we, we talked about the, you know, the, the election of recent and, you know, the, the interesting thing is, you know, you, have, you know, thinking about this from a historical you know perspective, you know, the founders created three branches of government because they didn't trust any one person. And, you know, basically, you know, we shouldn't either. I think that the good news is uh, for the elections where we saw some some shifts in uh, in leadership are they're showing kind of an emerging emerging conservative counter revolution among regular voters. That's good. And it's, That's I, good. And, and I think that that is that and you can see that if you go back and you look at like uh, New York Times, some of the pieces saying what's wrong. They're going, you know, too conservative, too ultra Christian, too ultra this. And, you know, basically it's it's. It's saying the same thing, but coming at it from a more you know, negative way. I, I honestly believe you're that means if they are if they are alarmed, I'm happy. That I'll just leave it at that. Exactly. If if the mainstream uh, press, if the Jen Sakis of the world, if all these people, if uh, if Linda is worried about uh, Trump's language, if they are genuinely concerned because they themselves are beginning to see the handwriting on the wall and that this election will be a lot harder to steal than the last one, then I'm happy. You've been listening to the Tom Dupree Show with Missy Clifton on the phone. If you'd like to hear more of the Tom Dupree Show, go to our website, dupreefinancial.com and click on the radio tab. Coming up next is our financial hour. We hope you'll stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Money. Well, I hope the vibes are really strong.